and we are live welcome back everybody to episode 59 of checkpoint i'm one of your hosts vincent DeSantis, joined today by the one and only luigi checkpoint is your one and only best spot for the hottest gaming news every week we give you the wrap-ups the stories that you need to know about and all that good stuff luigi how you doing today fantastic bro i'm good. so happy to be back love doing checkpoint it's like dude thanks for being here I literally love playing games, so it's just like I haven't had the time recently to play that much because um, I've been working a lot, a lot yeah. more than um, I was before in the last couple of weeks. But I'm still finding some time. Good to. Um, what have you been playing? Great. Uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Ooh, so <laughs> throwback. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I started it back up, and then I was just like, "Yo, this game is actually so good," and mm -hmm. I was. Just, I used to play it when I was younger, but then the nostalgia, just like doing these old missions, it it didn't it didn't even bother me that the graphics are like a little yeah, lower yeah, yeah. end, you know. It was just like the story is so immersive, so I was just playing that for a couple hours. What are you playing it on? Uh, just my PS4. Oh, um, nice, sweet. They got they got a remaster. They had like a trilogy come out a couple years ago. Oh, the ported trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I love I love when PlayStation does that, where they bring in like the trilogies, like they did the Jack trilogy, and then they did the yeah. Grand Theft Auto trilogy, like. I, I think they did a Sly Cooper one when the PS3 was out. And, like, mm -hmm. I love that. I wish they would bring back Sly Cooper because, like, I've been watching a lot of videos on that. And I never actually played those games when I was a kid on the, my PlayStation 2. Yeah. So I'm sh so shocked by it. I was like, how did I never find this franchise when I was younger? But I guess that's just See, how things go. And this has been a big discussion these last couple weeks about game preservation and how Sony's doing a poor job of bringing back old games. Whereas Xbox... I mean, PC, you, those games are always there, but Xbox is really trying to bring these games back and Sony's doing nothing. We see Sony like canceling the PS3 store. Remember, I think we talked about that a couple weeks yeah. ago, but yeah, so that they've been under hot water for that. But hey, just like you said, it's nice to play those old games sometimes. Like I, it's sad to see them go away. Well, um, the, the, the weird part is before I ask you what you've been gaming, yeah. let me, let me throw this out there. Cause I obviously still play Fortnite, right? Like I always sure. do. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. This new season since the last time I was here and to now I've probably played the least amount of Fortnite I ever really? had in a season. Okay. And it's not because I like I'm bad at the game or I just haven't had time to play. It's just that I'm no longer like as interested as I was in the game because yeah. it's changed so much. Like the yeah. introduction of these primal weapons kind of like made the game lower in quality for me. And I'm kind of sad okay. about that because this is like my favorite game. And they changed it so much now that you're just like I have to grind so much now just to even have regular weapons in this game that I, I don't know if I want to go through that every time. Right. You know, I still win, but it's just, it's not the same. But anyways, that's just a little. <laughs> there's, there's Luigi's uh, tagline. I still win, but it's not the same anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, man, what, are you, what have you been it. gaming? Dude, this last week, I've been playing a lot of Valorant because the uh, season's about to end. So I'm trying to rank grind. up that battle pass i gotta grind <laughs> to that top level which i don't nice. do in that game ever so like this is the first season i'm really trying to do it right. um and then i finished uh the story of ghost of tsushima after 50 hours it took me 50 hours to beat that game and i'm wow. trying to go for the platinum trophy which i, I was told is going to take me like 60 to 70 hours so we'll see that's a, i'm in that one for the long haul i've been playing that for like a month and a half now so it's, it's been great it's good. crazy to me because of the fact that like you're more serious gamer. I'm. I would consider myself more flexible. Like as a gamer, like I don't mm -hmm. ever really go for platinum trophies. Like I love getting trophies, right. but I, I never do the the full. Like I'm going platinum. I'm gonna spend right. all the hours because there's. I remember when I used to do it, there was always a bunch of secret trophies, and it was mm -hmm. like I would have to look online. Like yep. what is this trophy? What is it? Where do I find it? Yeah, and it would just take too much time. So yeah, but I could. Yeah, I could totally see. I think like it. from 
like I don't platinum all the games at, at all. I think I try to platinum the games that I really like to play that I want to spend more time in that I don't mind going back and being like, oh yeah, I'll do this extra step to try to get this trophy. Like that's fun to me if I'm still enjoying the game. If I'm not enjoying right. it, it's a chore. And why would I play a game if it's a chore? You know what I mean? I'm playing it for fun. Right. So right. Absolutely. it don't make sense. Well, here we are. Checkpoint episode 59. Audio listeners, thank you for listening. We appreciate you so much for watching this on YouTube. Please, if you comment, please let us know like about the stories. If we missed anything this week also, and our Discord's below also, um, you can ask questions to be on the podcast next week. We absolutely love to see it. Okay, here we are with the number one story. Twitch chat says, do we get a stream crash or is it just me? I think it's just you. Sorry. Sorry, chat. I think it, okay. I, I think it might just be you, bro. I'm sorry. I think, I think we're good. I think we're good. E3, Luigi, is back. Okay. E3 is back this year. This is huge. Okay. Last year, E3 was canceled, baby. It was canceled. They were like, we're not even doing a digital event. They just had nothing. It was replaced by Summer Games Fest. So here's what we got. This article comes from Polygon. E3 will return in 2021 as a reimagined all-virtual event. Organizers announced Tuesday, E3 2021 will take place June 12th to June 15th, which is just three days instead of the usual like five, I think it is. And will feature content from Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, uh, Ubisoft, Take-Two, Warner Bros., uh, and all this like ESA. Uh, Game developers and publishers will showcase their games at E3 2021 directly to fans around the world, the ESA said. E3 2021 content will be free to access thanks to unannounced nice. global media partners, which I would assume would be like Twitch and YouTube. Those are their partners. So like we can watch all their stuff like live oh. as it's happening. That's my guess. Yeah. Here's the quote. We are evolving this year's E3 into a more inclusive event, but we still look to excite the fans with major reveals and insider opportunities that make this event the indispensable center stage for video game, said Stanley. P- oh, God, what is his French name? Stanley Pierre-Louis. Louis? Louis? President and CEO of the ESA. Well, this year's E3 will be virtual. Organizers say they are planning for an in-person E3 2021. So they're planning on going back in person next year, which is pretty, that's pretty cool. I hope. But that's what they said about this year. So who knows? Uh, Last year, E3's cancel was due to the global COVID-19 pandemic. Of course, the ESA canceled E3 2020 last March, saying in a statement at the time, following increased and overwhelming concerns about COVID-19, blah, blah, blah. We we already know that. We already know that. COVID canceled the event. It's very funny. I got a notification on my phone that it was like one year ago today james and i were talking about uh e3 being canceled on the podcast like isn't that wow. hilarious isn't that crazy that's so, crazy <laughs> here's another super important part in the vacuum game publishers media outlets and other groups held a series of smaller gaming events distributed throughout the summer and fall of 2020 some of those events like jeff Keeley's summer game fest are confirmed to return in 2021 Companies like Sony and Electronic Arts, which haven't officially exhibited at E3 in years and were not announced as part of this year's expo, will likely hold their own events untethered to E3. So, okay, Luigi, did you uh, like keep up on Summer Games Fest or any of this type of stuff last year? Um, not last year, no. Okay, so here's here's the deal. E3 is always like the chungus. It's the right, big gaming right, event. Right. Everything is there. Last year or two years ago, Sony did not show up at E3. They like, were doing that. their own thing. So right. they're like, they were already set when 2020 happened. They're like, oh, we already have our own thing. No big deal. And we saw a couple other publishers pull out at E3 also. So it's E3 is just not as big as it was. So what Jeff Keighley did, who is the guy that runs the Game Awards, um, he put together all of these small companies' uh, like uh, releases and stuff and put them into his show 
which did huge numbers last year. And I'm right. sure it's going to do huge numbers this year. And I'm more excited for Summer Games Fest than I am with E3. Absolutely. I mean, as you should. Personally, I think E3 started falling apart when they stopped making it a press-only event and started inviting fans. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole idea behind it was to get the press, the insider look, so that then the fans would get excited based on the articles that the press wrote. But then they, you know, they gave into that, oh, well, we'll let some fans do it. I think it was like 2017 was the first year they started letting people even arrive to mm-hmm. E3 without having, you know, IGN passes and all that stuff, working for an actual video game company. And I think after that, they kind of started falling apart because it was just like, it, like there was less people who were interested in showcasing their stuff there because it was less exclusive to just the press. Because having events solely for press are necessary because those people are going to yeah. be the ones that go back to their companies, write up the reviews, tell people about it. But, you know, it's, it's a little different when people are already sharing it on social media and people are, yeah. you know, tweeting about it. So it's like there's less like hype, I think, that can be established because only one okay. person is like, you know, like let's say there's 100 people who are sitting in a room and you mm-hmm. do something crazy. Those 100 people are probably going to tell all these other people about it. But if it's just a group of like, 20 reporters and those 20 reporters are not going to go tweet about it right then and there they're going to wait till their story comes out so they get they get hits on the article and so i think that's what fails for them once they started inviting and i I, you know i i love the idea of including fans to events yeah but you know it's it felt more interesting to me when it was an exclusive event where it's like hey if you're in a video game industry if you're in the in a company or you're a part of an outlet that covers video games this is your event this is an event solely for you and i thought that type of exclusivity was more exciting to me than when it's just like, oh, you can just get a ticket. Or even now that it's just like a virtual event. Like, I'm not even interested in this. Really? At all? No. Okay. I mean, because here's the deal. With E3, they've always live-streamed the big, um, like, announcements. They they live-streamed those big press conferences, but all the behind-closed-doors behind demo and stuff, that was only for press. Like, talking to the people that made the game, that was only for press. Um, but I think we also saw it, like, E3 in the last couple of years has leaked personal information of people that have signed up and booths and vendors and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Like not leaked, it got hacked or whatever, you know what I right, mean? So right, it's like, right. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Still um, sucks. <laughs> yeah. But there's been a lot of things that are just like companies are ready to do their own thing. And I think they can, like they have the ability, they yeah. have these huge platforms. Everybody's online anyway. So E3 is not even necessary, but it's sad that it's not necessary because I used to get super hype over some of these press conferences. Right. So, well, the, the problem is it's like we're getting into an age where indie gaming is so much bigger now that like I've been buying indie games on my PlayStation now because all the regular yep. big name games, I'm either I already have them or I'm just not interested in buying those right now. So I'm just like, sure. let me check out some of the indie games. That's why I was excited with um, PlayStation State of Play because they actually gave us like a bunch of indie games that was like, oh, hey, go try a yeah. bunch of different styles of gaming. Uh, I talked about it last time. And I actually downloaded The Witness, and that game is super fun. You know, yeah. like it's beautiful. I, yeah, beautiful game. I I think that the the puzzles, the story is really engaging, and um, uh, you know, there's just some solid ones in there. I I have to check out Subnautica because writers always telling me about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Astroneer too. I think that was that was one of the ones they gave us. Yeah. But um, I want to move past E3 and talk about one of the biggest franchises that I personally love, which is Lego video games. Um, That's good, I baby. absolutely have been playing Lego video games ever since I was a kid. Before they had dialogue, people, before yep. they had dialogue between their little Lego figures. I think that mm-hmm. was Batman 1. Well, it was cool. Let me just go on a real quick side Do note it. here. Do it. Let's so, go. The original Batman, Lego Batman game that came out was so cool because it actually got you get you were given a chance to play as the good guys and then you can go into a secret room and then like play as all the villains playing the same exact missions but just doing it from the villain's perspective 
-hmm. And I was like, this is the greatest thing in the world. Like you gave me 30 missions that I can explore all this, you know, Batman world, Gotham. And then like, they never did that again. And I was just like, what was so like, what was the big risk with that at the beginning? Cause then they started lowering the amount of levels you got in games where it was only like 15 now or like 10. And then now they're saying that they're delaying the Skywalker saga. And I wonder if it's because of the fact that maybe they're still trying to figure out characters, plot points or like specific you know lands that they're trying to create i don't know what it is but it says here's my guess though it's a little that is like development stuff whereas i think this game is like almost done i think they're just putting final touches on it and like all that kind of stuff if if it was like character stuff and like big decisions like that like places you're going then we'd have some huge problems if this baby's just delayed a little bit so what do we got it says here, sadly, this is not a joke. It's just been posted by TT Games a few days after first the 1st of April that the developer has made the tough decision to delay LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga again after the de- delay in the game last August until spring 2021. So it's not that long of a wait. It's just I think they were saying it's probably going to be another two months, if anything. You know, it might be a little longer, but it, that's just kind of me speculating here. Yeah. Um, they now put out a message stating how it will be no longer be able to make this release window and will provide an update as soon as it can. And this is their quote. It says, all of us at TT Games are working hard to make LEGO Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, the biggest and best ever LEGO game. I don't know if you can accomplish that when you've already had LEGO Incredibles come out, but I'm just Oh, the LEGO Incredibles <laughs> was trash. I didn't even, I didn't even play it. Um, <laughs> but we're going to need more time to do it. We won't be able to make our intended spring release date, but we'll provide updated launch timing as soon as possible. So... That's interesting, but not only did that game get delayed, Deathloop was delayed to September 20th. And Deathloop was supposed to come out, right? That was supposed to come out like within the next month. I believe May 4th or May 5th or something like that was the release date. That's crazy because I was actually looking forward to playing that game. Like I actually was interested. I kept watching the trailer, but I'm I'm, like saddened by these two games because I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I'm going to buy the Skywalker Saga. I have already so many Lego games that I haven't yeah. finished. I just I just like them. But the Star Wars ones are a little bit like faded out for me. I used to play the first one. That was like yeah. the first Lego game they came out with, right? That's right. It was like the first Star it Wars. Lego, it was, uh, I believe it was the Complete Saga was the first one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Complete Saga, but the Complete yeah. Saga was like. It was one through six. Had... Right, right. But they came out with the first three right it was like the phantom menace and yeah then, like, maybe the was that separate maybe you're right i think i think it was the prequels first and then they did the other originals and then they put them all together and then they had the standalone ray and finn ones that they came out with and i, I think didn't yeah that, i didn't play any of those i think this might be the full like nine episodes it is it's one through nine okay and but it's all redone like re- it's completely redone there's third person shooting in it first person like driving and stuff like all that yeah. in the lego game i'm like okay. I'm so stoked. This is my most hyped game of this year. Besides, wow. like, because God of War is not coming out this year. If God of War is coming out this year, then then it would be my most hyped. But, dude, I'm, like, bummed this is getting delayed. But, again, take the time you need. I'm not surprised these games got delayed because of work from home. Imagine trying to build a game from home where everybody's remote. I don't, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. So, I get it. I think we're going to see way more games being delayed this, this year, too. I mean, we got Gotham Knights. Um delayed recently also like big we're talking the biggest games this Dude, first half of the year is going to be pretty dead with games did you hear about uh even the suicide squad game you know like kill yeah. the justice league like they're yeah, having yeah. major problems with that game apparently really like yeah like they were like uh, there was an article that came out like that i think last week that was talking about it and i was reading that just 
the the exact situation you just brought up like working from home and being able yeah. to like develop such a massive game like that is extremely difficult because you're sharing right. code that's basically what yeah. you're doing you're sharing code with people and my buddy who's uh he just moved to utah he's actually a, a coder and mm -hmm. i was kind of like watching over his shoulder while he was like staying at my place yeah and he was teaching me some all this crazy stuff about coding and i was just like there's specific codes per website and like yeah it's all completely different. Like he got this new job and they literally had to like train him in just their, their code base. And right. then it's like, now you can go and fix the problems that we have. So I can only imagine designing a brand new game. Like you're basically no. designing fresh code and then putting it in there and going, okay, now let's see what it renders out. Is it Gotham or is it something right. else? You know? No, imagine, imagine you're an artist or whatever, trying to send your designs to someone that's supposed to code these designs into reality. You know what I mean? Right. And you have to change something on the gun or the character because of, of plot point that happens five hours into the game. And then right. the coder's like, okay, well, I've already coded these three hours. I'm going to have to recode this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hell no. I can't imagine right. trying to do that from home. You can't like walk over to the other person's office and present a plan on how to do it. You just send in an email like into the dark saying like, here's what we got to do. Like, right. oh my God, that would stress me out so much. Forget it. Forget Seriously. about it. I, I would I would be so stressed out. Like I, I think about what the current state is of creating video games and I'm just like, not for me. Like, let me go to an office and like yeah. just have an office where I'm just like, this is what I do. Then I can go home and just like leave that at work. Right. Oh, dude, I think it'd be so much fun to work in a video game studio just for like one release for like seven years, work on a game. Oh, man, awesome. seven years, he says, work on a game for Dude, seven happens. years. Yeah, they work on them forever. It's no, be I good. know, but that's just, that's a long time. That's, that's true. Crazy to think about. But speaking of games and okay. Game Pass, okay, MLB The Show 21 is coming to Game Pass at launch. Xbox Game Pass, that is. Now, this oh. is huge. Not only because it's coming to Game Pass, like, oh, great, another game's launching with Game Pass. That's great, good for Game Pass. But right. Microsoft has, this comes from IGN, Microsoft has confirmed that MLB The Show 21 will be arriving on Xbox Game Pass on its launch day of April 20th, 2021. So real soon for both the Xbox Series X and S and the Xbox One. MLB The Show 21 also features cross-platform play and progress, meaning you'll be able to play across any, across the platform and generation of your choice and play with your friends no matter where they choose to play, which is awesome. MLB The Show was first released on PS2 in 2006 and has been exclusive to PlayStation platforms since then. Okay? Wow. Well, Xbox fans will be able to enjoy the game this year, there's still hope for Nintendo fans as the company retweeted the announcement that in 2019, the game will be going multi-platform, hinting we may see one in the Switch in the future. Here's what's the big deal. Thank you so much in chat for the 100 biddies. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, audio, audio listeners, if you want to be part of the conversation, the fun, you can jump into Twitch when we record this show live on Thursdays. Um, here's the, this is big. This is big. MLB The Show has been exclusive to PlayStation. It even has a PlayStation Studios logo on the box art now. And it's never been, it hasn't been on Xbox in this entire time. So it's so odd that it's launching on Game Pass and it's still going to have that PlayStation Studios like logo as you boot it up on Xbox. That is, that is so weird to me. I personally, I'm not like a huge fan of sports games. I'm also not a huge fan of Major League Baseball right now after that whole pulling out of Georgia with their all-star game. Just so dumb, like because of all that. Someone said it to me the best way possible. They said, apparently you're doing this because you want to help this the black community in Georgia. So you take away a $100 million tournament and then you pull it and take it to another state that's Colorado where it's like the highest white population. So I'm just like... <laughs> what were you thinking there, Major League Baseball? It's like you're trying to help the community by leaving and not giving the state money. Like, I'm just so confused by that. Um, 
it just i'm telling you i'm, I'm mm. like i don't see the logic i get you guys are trying to play politics here and trying to like side with the the side that's going to buy the games the most and that's all you care about the money but like don't pull these little tricks trying to act like you're a humanitarian because <laughs> you're not you're not um oh, but man. i'm excited about this this sounds really cool um as far as getting the game like on release that's that's pretty kind of dope you know like i, I think that's dope. Yeah. i think more games need to do that where it's kind of like the hbo max theater thing where it's like hey it drops on hbo max and it drops on theaters right, the right. same day like let's do that with game pass let's do that with playstation now um here's another I, thing this is open speculation for too luigi is that okay. um this is the possibility of playstation games more playstation games appearing on xbox because okay. a playstation studios now has some sort of deal with game pass to have their games on there do you think oh. that this is going to happen or will playstation i mean let's face it it's in playstation's best money and business um perspective to keep those games close to their chest right. but imagine games that have been out for a while like maybe a couple years on playstation and then they're like guess what this game's coming to xbox like that like that could be cool then you get a whole new audience who has never played your game before right well i would say sony's not like they're not uh what's the word that i'm looking for timid to go and like kind of i don't want to say this next word but like whore out their ip sure um because yeah. <laughs> i mean they do it with spider-man they're like oh disney we'll we'll make a deal you know right. i wouldn't be surprised if they go xbox you guys want to make a deal we'll trade off games you guys get ours we get yours mm. uh, xbox probably got like you guys don't get ours <laughs> right it's yeah. just like okay we'll make it work um yeah, I, I, Sony is one of those companies that I feel like is only only cares about money. Like they don't, they could care less about sharing their stuff as long as there's a good licensing deal and the contracts have all been signed. Yeah, they could care less. Like, yeah, use our games, whatever. We're making money either way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Because I mean, we are we're already getting Days Gone, Horizon, Death Stranding. Those are all on PC now too. Like those are X or PlayStation exclusives on PC. So who knows? The way the world's changing, dude. The way of the world is changing. I'm so excited. I haven't played Days Gone, but the fact that they're giving us for free this month, I'm like, I'm going to finally check that game out. Like, Yeah. And it's, it's on of... PS5 with the upgrade and for free already on PS5. And I haven't played it yet. I got. Have that, you never actually. played the game before? You've mm-hmm. never? Yeah, me neither. I, I, you know, I'm excited because I watched my brother play like pretty much the whole thing. And it's heavy on missions, bro. Like there's yeah. a point where you have like 15 missions going at once. I was like, dude, this game is crazy. <laughs> right. A little bit like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where it's got like twenty five thousand quests going it's at the same big. time, and you're yeah, it's overwhelming. And you're yeah. just like, what am I gonna do first? Should I do the regular story or should I go explore? Like, but Loki, I like that. I like that about a game. You know, like <laughs> it's like Ghost of Tsushima right now. I'm so overwhelmed. There's so many side missions and like main missions. I'm like, what do I even do? <laughs> yeah. Which which one do I do first? I don't even know. <laughs> um, but uh, moving on here, we have a game. PS5 game called Abandoned is not a secret Hideo Kojima game. So what is it? What is this about? Do you All know right, a here, bit more yeah, about yeah. It? Let me let me let me talk about this one. So Hideo Kojima no. is the mastermind behind Metal Gear and all those games. Hideo mm-hmm. Kojima might be the most famous um, developer of all time. Like probably he's the right. legend, the le- the game industry legend. Um, so yesterday we got a trailer for this game called Abandoned, and Abandoned was this like in the woods. It's a first person horror shooter kind of dealio very creepy super like scary dealio you're walking through there's all these creepy noises um and the goal is like that in every opportunity you will be sweating or scared or they had some like weird description of this i don't know it was a creepy it was a creepy trailer for sure but people thought that this game was made by hideo kojima 
which is weird because there was no Kojima logo or anything attached to it. But people on the internet are like speculating, oh, this is a Hideo game. It's just a secret. This is totally his style, all this <laughs> stuff. But it's like, no, this is not a Hideo Kojima game. So Kojima Productions is making a new game, but it's not abandoned for PS5. Earlier today, Sony revealed a trailer for Abandoned, which is a horror project from developer Blue Box. But that trailer and the developer's spotty history are just odd enough to cause some people to speculate that Abandoned is secretly the next game for Metal Gear Solid creator Hideo Kojima. This is not the case. Blue Box is dead. There's like, they've never released a game. They've never released a game ever. They don't even have a website, okay? It has a game in early access on Steam that has, it has stopped updating and has another similar game that attempted to launch on Steam's um like green lighting program which they have people buy it to see if it will actually release um dead dead there too so they've never really launched a successful game that's what i'm hearing (laughs) but that's what it sounds like the biggest piece of evidence that i have is abandoned is not a kojima joint that is kojima is in talks with microsoft about publishing its next game and another kojima is another developer that has not really published on Microsoft in the last couple of years. Like Death oh. Stranding, Metal Gear Solid 5, those are all PlayStation games. Who is Microsoft not talking to, man? Like, Microsoft is making these big moves this year, and I'm just like... Microsoft, Gates. Microsoft Gates. is winning right now, okay? PS4 era, Xbox One era, they were not winning. But right now with Game Pass and stuff, Xbox well, I, is knocking it out. I think they realized that they needed to step up because of the fact that they lost the last console war. Like in PS4, sure. Xbox One, I'm going playstation i think with playstation and xbox series s it's a little bit tougher because you're like hmm which one of these gaming systems is actually like giving me a fun experience but i want to throw this out there i had a buddy who's had an xbox for like the past 10 years and he told me recently i hung out with him yesterday that he's bored with xbox now and he Hmm. we went to a GameStop, and he was like dude look at all these playstation games and he was like look at all these switch games and he was getting so excited and i was he i was like bro that's cool that you're getting excited about like you've never seen these games before right and and i'm like living in the ps4 range right now and i was thinking about getting an xbox because of that so it's just kind of cool how like we start to develop in our heads like well yeah get bored of doing the same repetitive motion every single time like sometimes i do get tired of gaming like a little bit because yeah, i feel yeah. like it's just very repetitive like oh i'm just sitting in front of my, my sure. tv and i'm just like okay what am i gonna play and then finding but that's why i went back to uh vice city because it was just yeah, so yeah. nostalgic that i was like maybe i need something from the past mm-hmm. to kind of bring me back into that zone where i'm just like i'm having a fun time i'm not necessarily thinking so much about like <clears> the time that i'm being because that, that was my biggest thing right when i was a kid I could put hours, like I could put 16 hours into a game in one day right, right, and have right. no problem with it. I can't do that anymore because no. then I'm like, I wasted the whole day, you know? Yeah, like, there's this like layer of guilty cloud over me that's like, wow, I could have done literally anything else with those hours. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And like that, I feel like that's one of the hard parts about like the balancing of being a gamer, you know, because it's like, mm-hmm. okay, now you have all these other things in life. And like, sure, you can say that if you want to become like the pro gamer, like a, a ninja, sure. like you see, then I get it. You're going to be gaming all day. But it's just like, that's not the case for most people. Most no. people, when they do games, it's they do it as a side hobby or something. Yeah, yeah. They just, just it's a leisure relax. activity. It's it's entertainment. Exactly. It's like watching a movie. Just, you spend a couple hours in there. And that's about it. Yeah. Absolutely. When they Absolutely. Can. It's just cool. But um, anyways, let me move on to our next story here. It says Mass Effect Legendary Edition, rebalancing, tuning, and mechanical improvements. So... Is this it just, is this is, is just really quick like a new a new version of the game or is this like so, the newer one or we've talked about it before on the podcast but mass effect legendary edition is basically just mass effect one two and three getting a re-release and a remaster on new consoles and kind of streamlining gotcha. them so the mass effect games are very i've never played them but 
Um, they're all about you make decisions in the first game and they carry over to the second game right. and they carry over to the third game. And so they made a lot of changes from the third game, which is like the best controls. And they put those controls into the first game so that it plays really, like really seamlessly through all the games. Oh, and so cool. this article on PlayStation blog, if you're interested, we won't go through all the, I mean, there's a l- million little tuning things, but they go through combat tuning, uh, gameplay improvements all the way from like character customization. So your character looks all the way the same through all the games. Um, unifying the whole trilogy, uh, the shooting mechanics, the cover mechanics, ev- like everything is like all changed, and it looks so cool, dude. I've never played these; I can't wait to play them. Um, there's this is a maybe ten or eleven page article on the PlayStation blog that you can check out. Um, I'll yeah, put the I'm link at it right now. It's crazy. I'll put the link in the video description on YouTube as well. Um, if it seems like they actually like want to make this like you're saying a very seamless experience by the yeah with the looks of it even even the fact that in one of the weapons like the assault you when you shoot it four or five times the reticle starts to enlarge yeah so they're saying they're improving even just even that like okay now we want it to be more focused so your shots stay focused you don't have to like reload as many times when the first game came out mass effect one release date because i think there was such a big gap in between these okay the first one came out in 2007 and then the third wow. one came out in 2012. So there's a five-year gap in between these games. There's so many improvements. They're just adding those um, improvements, 2021 improvements into all three of these games. So it, it's super, super cool. I cannot wait to play these in a couple months. Oh, my God. And they're even saying updated character creation options, uh, more trophies integrated throughout the whole oh, trilogy. You know I'm into that. Integrated weapons and armor DLC packs that will be included for free. Mm-hmm. Additional gameplay, quality of life improvements, audio is being remixed. That sounds exciting, man. Yep. I think for for a game like this, like this is kind of what I'm talking about with, with PlayStation, where it's like, yes, give me a great trilogy like this that I can sink my teeth into. Yeah. You know, like Or even like one of the best trilogies that has come out in the last couple of years was the Bioshock trilogy. Like I, I bought that. I've and never I was played like, Bioshock still, dude. I have the trilogy, I've never played it. Sad, bro. Like I that, know. The last one, um Infinite Bioshock Infinite is yeah. probably one of the best games like to come out in the last twenty years. Bro, crazy Just because of the story, dude. Like you especially if you don't see it coming like if you have if you've never played the game before yeah by the time you get to that ending you're just like holy shit like how oh. like you're just like what like you get this rush of energy because you're just like mm-hmm. invested in the story so and they do such a good job of just like wrapping it up and i'm not gonna tell you anything about I gotta it i gotta play like, it you'd, you'd love it and the first two games are equally as good in my opinion first one yeah. is a, a delight the mechanics in my opinion are fun at first person but you have all yeah. these like power abilities you, you, the abilities it makes it a fun game like i would i would put that on your short list of games to play next personally to the asap ones what to do <laughs> yeah oh, okay okay yeah. fair enough fair enough so i mean that's really all i got from mass effect i'm just excited yeah, for it we got like it comes out next month i believe um oh, cool and i think for a 60 dollars price tag you get three full games that are completely remastered that's a pretty damn good price i don't know right and, and, and they're just classic my tip, this is what I did when Bioshock came out. It came out around this time for 60 bucks, and then I waited till Black Friday, and yep. it was $30. That's $30 exactly where I got it. Half off. So I'm like, let me just wait till then for this Mass Effect. Sure. Because I bet you it's going to be 30 bucks or like 40 at least some form of drop when it comes yep. to Black Friday. So You're right. You're right. Let's be on the lookout for that. But anyways, guys, we got Apex Legends is going to be getting some Titanfall content in the next season. So it looks like that's just going to be Titanfall skins, it looks like. Uh, It says Apex Legends will be adding a ton of Titanfall content in the next season. The two games already share a universe. Oh, I didn't know that. 
although you wouldn't necessarily mm -hmm. be able to tell at the surface level. Yeah, it makes sense. However, speaking during a recent panel, senior writer Ashley Reed noted that the games are still connected very closely. Wow. As reported by PC Gamer following Reed's comments, Apex Legends game director Chad Grenier chimed in, adding, Next season, season 9, you're actually going to see a ton of Titanfall coming back into the game in one way or another. So I've told some people before, if you're a Titanfall fan, hang on for season 9. Unfortunately, Hang on for season 9. It sounds exciting. I'm mm -hmm. like, ooh, I wish I played Apex. Unfortunately, actual Titans will not be making an appearance, so we'll be seeing other characters perhaps at some point. We'll have a lore lesson. Or, sorry, lore reason as to why Titans aren't around. After all, Apex Legends does take place after the big war shown in Titanfall and Titanfall 2. Okay, so I'm learning so many things about this game right now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, so Respawn, Respawn is the developer of, of both games. They, they created both of these. That's why there's wall running, like all that kind of stuff. The, fast, the movement's very similar. The guns are the same in both games. Yeah, there's... I've yeah. only played Titanfall 2 like three times at a friend's house. <laughs> uh -huh. And so for you to tell me that Apex Legends is like in that world, I'm just like... Yeah. Luigi, have you ever played Apex? Yeah, I've played Apex. Like you okay. don't have any fall damage. It's pretty you know, great. You land on those little pods. It's a fun game, but it, I just... It was one of those things where it was like the hype was either that or Fortnite. And I was just such a... <sighs> Luigi, fan. you were too hard on the Fortnite train. That's what happened. You Even gotta spread the love. I had friends that were like, hey, dude, we're not going to play Fortnite. Like, I like Apex better. And I was like, well, we're not friends anymore. So, Oh, my. You were really hard on that Fortnite train. God. Oh <laughs> I'm just my. kidding. But <laughs> I definitely I definitely don't play with them. And that's, that's right, right. true. Like, I just don't. Fair enough. And then they hit me up and are like, let's play COD. And I'm like, I don't I don't play COD. My buddy, <laughs> my buddy fell into the train. I talked to him yesterday. I'm the same friend. I, was, I asked him, I was like, did you buy Cold War? And he goes, yeah, I bought it. I haven't touched it in two months. I was like, yeah. I have like 80 hours on that game, but I only play with friends, only when they're playing. playing. That's about uh, it. All right. I don't know, man. Get ready for Titanfall 2 content, but do you know what you all should, should get ready for? If you have a What's PlayStation up? 5, Genshin Impact is getting an update this spring. This is a short little article. Uh, this is from Kit Guru. Though little is currently known about the update, MiHoYo has confirmed a new trailer that the free-to-play open-world action RPG Genshin Impact will be getting a native PS5 version later this spring. While rudimentary support for PS5 was already released, offering the game at 60 FPS instead of 30 on PS4. This new update will offer a native application showing the game to take advantage of many more of PS5's features, including enhanced visuals, fast loading, and DualSense controller support, which is super exciting because not enough games have DualSense controller support right now. Right. Since its launch in September 2020, Genshin has gone on to become a massive entry in the free-to-play market, bringing in over $1 billion off of mobile alone, not even Whoa. console or PC. Whoa. With the upcoming PS5 release, it is likely that Genshin will only continue to grow further, reintroducing the game in many ways as it both old and new fans alike. It will be interesting to see exactly what changes and enhancements are added on the PS5. Super cool. I've pretty much completely fallen off Genshin, but once I have a big content drop, I'll jump back in there and play the content. It's pretty sweet. For a free-to-play game, it's awesome. It might be the best free-to-play game I've ever played. Maybe. Whoa. That's, a big, that's a big statement right there. I still have to check out Genshin Impact. It's downloaded on my PS4, but I'd never actually gone in there and played it. Dude, it's great. It's literally Breath of the Wild, but with anime girls. Okay, I mean it doesn't get better than that. I mean, I, I guess it does. You gotta jump. You um, gotta jump in. I, I yeah, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I'm thinking about it in the sense of like, I just have to find the time because I feel like I'm one of those people when I start a game, I want to invest a couple of hours into it, like at least ten yeah, yeah, to yeah. like really sink my teeth into it. And I just haven't had the time. But you can split this one up pretty nice. Like you could play the intro, take a break for a while, come back. It's not like super demanding, which is nice. Well, I was gonna tell you, I was like, can I still play with you even though you you've already like advanced so many levels? Um, we the only th uh, 
Actually, yeah, but I'm on PS5. So, or no, I'm on a PC and we can still play because it's crossplay. I forgot about that. So it's good. Okay. All right. Well, I'll let you know. And uh, anybody who's listening, if you guys want to jump in on that, we'll send a message out on the Discord chat. Genshin Genshin Impact Night. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Everybody show up with their anime girl characters. Let's go. I got a lot of them. I got a lot (laughs) of them ready to show off. Never thought I'd say that in my life. But you know what? (laughs) New things for everything. Uh Um, Speaking of new, Apple adds more games to its monthly arcade membership. We have about more than 30 games here joining the roster of Apple Arcade, making their total to come out to about 180 outstanding games for the $5 a month membership plan i actually i actually have apple arcade right now because they gave me three months for free because i got a new phone yeah and you know there's a couple games on there that i that i like downloaded because i was like oh yeah i guess i'll play this but i actually have been playing that new like temple run crash i don't know if you've heard about Mm. the new crash game so they came out with a new crash bandicoot game and it's literally like temple run and it's called crash on the run yeah yeah it's called crash on the run oh okay and my smart guy vibes you know how i do created a a team right because they obviously have these little like groups that you can create and i named mine champions league and all these people just started joining because they were like i want to be a part of champions league nice so, so like i don't even have to play sometimes and these people over here are like stacking like eight thousand getting 9, gems and all this stuff oh, yeah <laughs> and and then like um we're like number three right now in the world my my league what <laughs> yeah it's that's awesome <laughs> i was just like <laughs> I was, like, super devoted to, like, because they give you skins after, like, every season. So I was okay. just, like, I, like, started it, and they had, like, a three-day launch skin. that, And I was, like, come on, guys. Like, let's try to get it. It was, like, a little chicken crash outfit. Yeah, 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 And then once we got it, I started using that to motivate the rest of the people. I was, like, did you guys like the little chicken skin you got? Well, you're going to like this new skin. Like, let's go, team. Oh, Luigi's leading a movement here. This is big. And then big. it started building up. Like, and then I started telling people, like, look, <laughs> end of day, if you don't have at least 100 trophies, you're out of the, you're out of the league. <laughs> If you you gave him ultimatums? I started telling people, like, yo, 500 limit. Like, let's go. Let's move. Like, right oh, now, my God. We're, we're at, like, 56,000 trophies between 30 people. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy to get trophies. Like, you got to play a lot. But sure. there's, like, the highest team is, like, 118,000. This and is the, awesome. It's crazy. Because me, I think we might get second place if we step up a little bit towards the end. Because I think second place is only, like, 63,000 right yeah. now. So we could potentially become You second. can overtake it. You should just send out an ultimatum, ultimatum right now after the show. Just say, hey, guys, we, we're getting second place today. Like, let's Everybody, get out there. At let's least go. a thousand. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it, so it was cool. crazy because it's like there's people on there who literally, like, within the first two games of the new season coming out, they were already at, like, 7,000. And I'm just like, dude, I'm only at, like, 1,500. Like, how are you playing so much <laughs> that you're already at yeah. 7,000? Like, and then there's, there was just like a bunch of people at zero. So I was just like, kick, 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 kick. Like, yep. kick all these people Done. out. I don't get know. the people that I are need, actually producing. I need some gamers. I need people who are playing the game every day. Come and get your daily gift. Like, I need that. <laughs> like, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, but anyways, I just wanted to highlight some of these games that are coming to Apple. Uh, we got NBA 2K21 Arcade Edition is coming. It's going to be free. Um, a game called Simon's Cat. It's a little story time, like a little uh, tactile. You know, like you move by square. Yeah, yeah. Lo- looks a little fun, like a garden explorer. Have you tried... Um, Sayonara Wild Hearts on Apple Arcade no. yet? Highly recommend it. That one won some awards. I haven't played it yet, um, but it is a mobile game on Apple Arcade. And Sa- Sayonara Wild what? Hearts. Wild Hearts. Okay, it's like yeah. a rhythm game. It looks oh. pretty cool. It looks really cool. That sounds fun. Um, next up, I have Star Trek Legends. Obviously, just a Star Trek, you know, you, you are one of the people in the ship. You're kind of running. It's like an RPG game. Um, the Oregon Trail. That one looks kind of fun. Oh, I love country. Trail. Cut cut the rope remastered. Everybody loves cut the rope. Everybody knows cut the rope. If you don't oh, know yeah. cut the rope, 
Come on. And that uh, was the glory days of iOS gaming. <laughs> yeah, I, seriously. That was like back when Angry Birds was like yep. barely coming out before mm-hmm. they made like 12 Jump games. The whole deal. Doodle Jump? Oh, bro. yeah. Flappy Birds? Flappy Bird, bro. That's like nostalgia <sighs> right there. When uh, Clash was in its peak? Sorry. Yeah, I keep going. <laughs> I know. I, I, the, the rest of them are pretty simple. So like Tiny Crossword, Bagaman, Sudoku, Simple Chess. Yeah, like yeah. The, some basics. It's not nothing. nothing That's cool, crazy. though. I mean, Apple Arcade has a good offering. I just... There's no way I'm paying five dollars a month to play games. I don't even play games on my on my phone that often. So Dude, it's like, I'm I'm out after the three months. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm only yeah. Here for the three months. After totally. that, I'm not gonna pay for this. Like, mm-hmm. I'd much rather spend another five bucks and then just do PlayStation now. Like, yep. I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Right. You know, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to highlight some of those games because I mean they're adding 50 new games that are coming within the sure. next. I think they said on Friday that that they're gonna start joining. Um, nothing crazy there, but. Yeah, let me jump into this next one because yeah. I think this is more interesting than what I last one about. Is it, last oh one. yeah, last wow. Have we really been rolling through this stuff? Yeah, dude, we're flying. We're this flying. is good. This is great. No, I, I I've really enjoyed um, this episode. Um, today we actually had Atari announced that they have created two divisions: Atari Gaming. Everybody knows Atari, right? That's uh, right. Atari Gaming and Atari Blockchain, which is really interesting to me. So let me read this to you. It says yeah. Atari announced the creation of two divisions, right? And a change in leadership. It says Atari Gaming will operate games, the Atari VCS and licensing. Atari Blockchain will operate the Atari token and explore new opportunities in blockchain, NFTs, and online worlds. Effective April 6, 2021, Wei J. Rawson will become chief executive officer of the Atari group. Frederick Chesnays to focus on Atari Blockchain and licensing. So here's what I'm... I want to pose this question to you. Hit me. Do Do you think... I understand Atari is kind of like a, it was kind of a dead company per se, right? It's not necessarily like peaking anymore. I think they came sure, out with yeah. their little like Atari mini a couple of years ago <laughs> yeah. and uh-huh. nobody really bought that. It was like an Atari flashback. Yep. And um, I, I think that moving to blockchain is smart, but I don't know if it's like a video game company doing blockchain and no, no, going no. into this token is, is smart. You I'll know, tell like, you what I, this says to me, Luigi. This is, this is telling me that Atari is out of ideas and they're like, oh, let's give this a shot. Let's right. just let's just try it. I guarantee this is the last time we talk about Atari blockchain on here. That's that's what I'm <laughs> unless it absolutely blows up. Like I can't imagine anybody talking about this unless it's super successful. So right. I have no idea. What is Atari gaming doing right now? I don't know. I have has Atari released anything or done anything in the last ten years? No. I don't know. Atari blockchain? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it happening. Well, my thing is, is this almost feels like you know when a video game company will launch like a magazine? It just feels like that. Yeah, they're like, guys, we need we need things to bring back our audience. Right. You know, guys, blockchain. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, you know, like somebody sure. in a meeting just threw out blockchain and NFTs. Yeah. I, I feel like these days it's just like people are so focused on the NFT conversation that they're just like NFTs, guys. Everybody, NFT, NFT. Yeah. We'll build an Atari token, and that's like what we'll use as virtual currency. And it's just like, bro, everybody's done virtual currency. Like you, virtual currency is not new. You, you know, bring up like, NFT, and you automatically like everybody thinks your IQ goes up like two hundred points. So it's like. <laughs> that's just what i gotta start doing in every conversation like oh so my latest nft drop like oh nfts whoa really did you did you say nft like Like, wow perks up like it's and then everybody everybody pretends to know what an nft is when someone starts talking about an nft and that's just when it gets wild i i couldn't even i couldn't even fully explain it but it's a non-fungible token this is not an nft podcast we're moving on right moving on To movie. random fun stuff. I still want to get a jingle for random fun stuff very badly. But right. here's what we got. Number one. 
Star Wars Republic Commando gets ported and remastered on PlayStation and Switch. I cannot wait to play this. It's $15, and I think I'm just going to bite the bullet and play it since I've never played it before. Nice. I like that. I have here, uh, we have big news. It just dropped yesterday on Nintendo Switch. Pac-Man 1 vs. 99 Battle Royale. Very exciting. They have had um, Tetris 1 vs. 99 for a little while, and that game is fun. And I, I don't know why they never thought about doing Pac-Man earlier. You know? Yeah, it could be I cool. You said it best before this podcast started. Mario needed to die for Pac-Man to live. And I exactly think that that's right. what Nintendo thought. N- Nintendo so was like, yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. Pac-Man time. We need it's to kill year, Mario. The year of the Pac-Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> 100%. I I agree. I can't wait to play this, actually, just to try it out. Dude, same. It's free if you have online. So yeah. it's like, check it out if you have a Switch. Like, Yep. I'll actually download it after this. We'll get it done. So in Game Pass this April, we got a whole slew of new games coming if you subscribe. Now, some of these are coming to PC. Some of these are coming to console. Uh, Most of them are coming to both, but I don't know. Some of them are kind of sketch. But we got GTA V, which is today, launches on Game Pass. So you're ready to play if you're listening to this on April 9th. Um, Let's go. Zombie Army 4, Dead War, Disneyland Adventures, Rush, a Disney Pixar adventure. I have no idea what that is. NHL 21, Rain on Your Parade, Pathway, and MLB The Show 2021, which we talked about. So a lot of... A lot of big games, a lot of AAA games here too, as well as uh, some indie games. Right, the, the Disney ones are definitely random, but uh, you know, I, they they gotta touch all markets. They gotta oh, advertise yeah. the kids just as much as they advertise adults with Grand Theft Auto Five. Yep. Um, I, that's it. That's that's all we got today. That's a wrap <laughs> on episode fifty nine, Luigi. Thank you so much, dude. Yeah, that was awesome. I felt I felt really like um like we got into a real fun conversation there, just goofing around and talking about all this stuff. It was a good time. I can't wait to hear updates on how the uh, Crash Bandicoot Temple Run game is going uh, <laughs> when the Champions League is in first place next week. Okay, that's going to be incredible. I'll let you know. Hopefully, we make good. the move to second, man. I I honestly like that is like my favorite game right now for some reason. And they they really built out like a whole like adventure mode. Like you you're yeah. on the island and they have all these little things you have to do and like you're I love constantly it. having to collect stuff, but the temple run thing like they have a story mode it's that addictive. you follow it's addictive it's yeah, extremely straight addictive. up but well luigi thank you so much chat we will be right back for the post show if you're listening on audio platforms thank you so much if you're watching on youtube please drop a comment gives us it just helps us out quite a bit i i appreciate all you guys for watching and supporting every week next week is episode 60 crazy the next milestone and awesome. i hope you guys all have an incredible week we'll see you next time peace out See you guys later. Shouts out to PlayStation.